also welcome back everyone's favorite dark cult leader and follower of the Church of Stephenism. That's right. <laughs> Founder. Good to be here. Founder. Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, Jeez, get... you're getting all your facts Jeez, wrong. Jeez, man. Your, I don't know what's going whole, on. I'm not a dark overlord thing. Wrong. Look, right. Look. But he's the he's he's not only a member, he's the president. <laughs> the president. <laughs> oh my god, isn't that a rip off the hair club for men back in the day? <laughs> right? It, it might be. Hopefully, hopefully nobody copyright strikes me for that. Oh shit. Okay, we're throwing it oh, out. Fuck. Okay. Well that just happened. <laughs> Welcome to Ashes Pathfinders, your dedicated and trusted Ashes of Creation podcast. Join us as we share in the journey that reignites the embers and rekindles the flames in the hearts of those long left to cinder. I am your host, Samorg. I'm joined today by our returning Pathfinders. Let's welcome back everyone's favorite Ashen Herald, the Daedalus. Is there any other? Day Day, Dark Day Day. I mean, I know of those other two guys too. <laughs> no, see. Don't don't project, son. Don't project. <laughs> I can't confirm or anything. Also, welcome back, everyone's favorite dark cult leader and follower of the Church of Stephenism. That's right. <laughs> Founder. Good to be here. Founder. Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, Jeez, get... you're getting all your facts Jeez, wrong. Jeez, man, your, I don't know what's going whole, on. I'm not a dark overlord thing. Wrong. Look, right. Look. But he's the. He's he's not only a member, he's the president. <laughs> the president. <laughs> oh my god, isn't that a rip off the hair club for men back in the day? <laughs> right? It, it might be. Hopefully, hopefully nobody copyright strikes me for that. Oh shit. Okay, we're throwing it oh, out. Fuck. Okay. Well that just happened. Uh look, before we dig in, we gotta Ooh. give a shout out to the home of this podcast. AshesHQ.com, the community created website for all things Ashes of Creation. Also, a shout out to all of the Imperial Flames who are the supporters here on Twitch, over on YouTube. Thank you so much for keeping this community's flames bolstering greater week after week. Speaking of this week, if you'd like to do us a solid, show us a little love, help us on the uh, the podcast platforms far and wide, you can go over to our pinned post over on our Twitter, at Ashes Pathfinder, not an S at the end, just Ashes Pathfinder, and pinned to the top of our feed, you will see the links to all the podcast places, including Spotify, iTunes, iTunes, you can leave a comment, but any stars, any comments, if you leave them, we will read it here live on the show when we get them, and... Uh, yeah, that'll help to kind of show that we're a real podcast doing real things. We have been around for, as of today, 230 episodes, by the way. Far more episodes than any of the other podcasts. And I'm not saying that to boast, but literally, it's a significant chunk. I didn't realize, I think, what is it, the Ashen Ford's at like 100 now? Or yeah, hitting yeah 100? The, definitely the longest running Jeez. Ashes of Creation-related podcast crazy man it's crazy to see the number going up you know i think we're <laughs> we're gonna be at effing 300 by the time the damn game's out you know it's insane <laughs> then think about the longevity of like the game's lifespan i think it's very possible we'll hit the 1k mark on podcast episodes one day mm -hmm. you know yeah assuming excited for that yeah you know yeah. assuming that you know i don't get struck down <laughs> by any 
anything out we'll there. I think we'll be around. We'll be around until <laughs> this salt and pepper becomes pure salt. That's yeah, what's gonna happen. True story, homies. Look, homies, we're glad. I'm glad to see you all here in chat. I see a bunch of love. Uh, thank you for being here. It's always a pleasure to have the Pathfinders here. Remember, it's all of you here too to join us for the show. Um, I didn't get to watch the last developer live stream, which is a big chunk of what we're going to be talking about today, everybody, because. You see, they talked about freeholds. We we talked about the possibility of freeholds and, and things like that, like in our last podcast. And if you can believe it, we got a really good system showcase, in my opinion. I thought it was a really good system showcase. I didn't get to watch it live. I'm sorry I couldn't do the watch party. Life admin called, unfortunately. But um, I did watch it yesterday. And... Uh, well, we're going to talk about it, aren't we? Um, before we get started, we're going to catch up with our cast, see how they've been doing. Gentlemen, why don't you why don't you kind of catch up? How you been doing since last time? And, and to everybody that's here live, I'm going to link the developer live stream chat so you can follow along if you'd like. Uh, yeah, I guess from my perspective, um, you know, just been doing the work thing, but also just from a gaming standpoint, been really digging into Cyberpunk 2077. Um, and also just like been playing like some PlayStation stuff just to keep the variety going. And, um, so yeah, so far that's been good. I've been catching up on some shows as well. I don't know if you've seen the new season of Star Trek Strange New Worlds. I'm only one episode in and it started off good. I need to catch up. It's, it's good. It's good. The third episode was by far like, I mean, I know there's only three, there are only three episodes in, but out of all of them, that was my favorite one this season and i thought it was a really really good um really good showcase so to be able to kind of see that mm. um i won't i won't spoil it on who was actually in it but it was it was it was good stuff i'm gonna have to catch um, up yeah. soon i'm gonna catch up man i know i need to catch up this week weekend whatever this week i'll be able to though but we'll we'll talk about why in a minute how about you armored cell um i'm actually under the drive spell at the moment with my game say so me and my mates have actually started getting back, back into um bloomhaven again because we've got the Gloomhaven board game, right? So yeah. we've got we, we sort of dropped it down and we've got pick, we're now picking it back up again. Okay. Only because my friend also bought Frosthaven, which is the second iteration of the game, for like $180. So now we're like, okay, we've got to smash up Gloomhaven to play Frosthaven. So we're getting back into that again, which is fucking fun. I've got the, uh, I forgot what his name is, but he's, uh, I think it's like a, a quartermaster. So you can okay. hold like, oh, sorry, spoilers if anyone's playing it. It's my okay. bad. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but he basically he can he can hold like a bunch more items than normal. Normally, you can only have like two of each item, sort of thing. He can hold like five of each. So he's like a multi. He's just an item user. He's fucking great. Um, but also, I'm looking forward after this podcast. I will be watching uh, Mizuki Tensei. Uh, uh, so a Isekai anime. That's the new season come out today, which will okay. be uh, so beautiful. I love that anime. Yeah, it's nice. finally out, so I'll be smashing that up after this episode. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so I'm pretty happy. Uh so I've been working hard on this book all year. I just gotta say my my hammers are up to anybody who's a writer. Um it is not a job for the faint of heart. It is uh it is a, a lot of work. It is a lot of freaking work. Um you know, I've had some readers like Daedalus is one of them, right? That got through it, got some great feedback. Been going through making the revision. I've literally got just a small little chunk of literal that like that much left. 
I'll have knocked out by like Tuesday and then I get it to my editor. Um, I'll still have some, I still have at least two more pretty significant revisions. I would say the next revision uh, sometime probably around the end of July is going to be significant, right? Adding a lot of content. Um, I've done a lot of the cleanup of stuff that needs to be taken out, things that we need to be rephrased. Now I'm just going to go in and fill in the blanks for characters. So it's pretty exciting time because I'm like, I feel like I'm, even though I've got a lot to do still, it does feel like the end is getting closer. Like, I feel like the biggest heavy lifting is done at this point. And now it's like the polish. I've like learned uh, so much about my process and how to go about doing it much more like, um, I don't know, in a much, I guess the pathway will be a lot smoother for me moving forward. So it's been, it's been a lot of work, but I'm pretty excited. So um, that's like really exciting, y'all. I'm like so stoked because like, I've literally got two chapters left. There's small chapters. One, the last one I need to revise on more. And then the 19 is like, I mean, I'll knock that out tomorrow with the VODs. And then Tuesday, I'll just have the whole day clean up. I probably won't even use much of it, but I'll clean up chapter 20 to kind of like make it better. Um, and then shipping it to my editor. She'll do her thing for a couple weeks or so. And then I'll get it back. And yeah, and then it's crazy. This is also the month that the uh, cover art is going to get done. So that's pretty exciting. Sweet. Yeah. I can't so, wait to see that dude. Yeah. So it's, it's a good time, man. And, and hell yesterday I was working on the editing and guess what? Sat there and watched the developer live stream. I'm not going to be showing off the visuals this time. Um, cause honestly I haven't had time to do it this week. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm like, I was very happy with the developer live stream. Um, it, my God, it it was a very good showcase, in my opinion, probably the, I would say, in my opinion, it's probably their best system showcase that they've actually done. It was really well organized. They presented it really well. Um, you could see, I mean, it was great having, like, the team members there between the jokes. Like, I mean, you could, God, we got the crafting, like, UI on its, like, base level version, right? Hasn't even been iterated upon, which it'll get a huge facelift. That was really interesting. Um, honestly, there there was nothing I really disliked heavily about the developer live stream. Uh, I thought they did a really good job of like organizing the information really well. It was like a whole hour, but I guess before we dig into that like heavily, uh, I'm curious what you all think about um, what you all thought about it generally. What things stood out for you the most, like? We can just kind of go from there down the down the bullet points. Well, I mean, I think the first thing that stood out is the organization of it. Um, I actually liked, I, I think Steven specifically asked for like comments on the PowerPoint part of it. I really liked that because it set it up really well. So kudos to who like threw together that format, which I'm assuming is Maggie. Um, I think that that organized it really well. So like going in, you could pay more attention to the details versus getting hung up on what the basics were. And they kind of peppered that in as well. So I think overall, I think that was good. Um, honestly, I like the variety of things that they showed us as well, right? We got a chance to see like crop harvesting, like more, not necessarily the animal husbandry side, but more like the livestock side of it like some things around storage as well. Um, so just being able to kind of see all those different things. I was, 
I would say I was low key, a little disappointed we didn't get into the crafting stuff, but I know that's a whole stream. So, right. like when they showed us that, I'm like, oh, they're gonna show us crafting. You feel like, like teased? Do you feel like he was teasing that for the upcoming one? Yeah, he totally was, yeah, and I, I, I have a feeling like it's gonna be like next month or the month after, maybe is when they're gonna dig deep into crafting, which I hope they do. Though it actually, no, I think he did say something about send nodes so i think next month is nodes right so it's got to be the one after that yeah um but i i did like that they kind of really took a good portion of time to go over the basics and then actually see it in the game because at first i was like oh are we only going to get this powerpoint thing that's not a showcase man and then they got into it and i'm like oh okay this this works but overall i mean i I will say my me my more specific comments for when we dig into it more but generally i thought agree with you best showcase so far since honestly i would say like character creator would be like what i would compare it to in terms of level of of hype um that it's created i think there's a lot of excitement out there because they dug into it there's a few things that like i said i'll talk about a little bit later that i'm like "Mm, okay well let's see it in testing but overall i thought it was a pretty good stream yeah what about you marcel Oh, mind me, I'm just dishing so, out some VIPs to chat right now, some of our long-term yeah. homies. So, overall, like, for the Ashes community as a whole, I think the stream was good, right? I think the stream was good. The I like the information we got in the in the PowerPoint presentation. I like what we saw in the, um, in the live stream itself. I like the fact that we got to see a little bit of the crafting system, which I did ask for. Um, what, there's a few critiques that I would look would say and that would be it was more should have been more about the freehold system so there should have been like Sorry. at least one building getting built Sorry, i had to say it i had to say it i had to interject you were like what i asked for and i was like your lord must have heard you yeah he did he, he must have heard me he must have heard me he, i answered my prayers spent like a good week month praying for that and i got it um, but yeah, I'm still not happy. <laughs> oh no! Um, How many uh, blood well, sacrifices like, uh, did it take? I just want to know. Yeah, that, that's exactly part. Right. <laughs> but yeah, that was my only critique because I think like the people who aren't in like the main community, like following this weekly, aren't going. I'm just going to watch that one like segment segment of um, live gameplay. And since they didn't really see anything like getting built or anything major to do with freehold itself, I don't think that was enough information for them to convey to their audiences. That's why I was sort of like, maybe if you were to just build like one thing to see like where, how you build it, like whether or not you have to go into like a UI system, an editing system or, you know what I mean? Because I really, there's always these naysayers saying this is a being pre-placed, right? So that's why I'm like, if they, if you had done one building, then they, that would cut that out straight away. Um, but overall, like we got to see the animal husbandry, we got to see the farming, we got to see some crafting system, we got to see um, the, oh, what was the last one, the artisan, the artisan thing as well, which I'll get into later. But overall, it was a very good stream. I completely agree with you with the, um, with it being just above the um, character creator. Absolutely. And I'm really looking forward to Nodes. Nodes Part 3, I think it is. Nodes Part 3, would that be? It would be. Yeah. It would be Nodes <laughs> three, 3, yeah. 
people have been waiting for for I don't know like what how long now like yeah. ages yeah that's right and then there's the article right uh, Steven good job on that one article being released on the site that will detail the previously released pre-old cosmetics category yeah. of building type I feel like that was like something I thought he did a good job with when yeah. they were doing the live stream because he actually was like acknowledging basically he told you where they're going like if, if you've yeah. got like you know just a little bit of intellect to track what he's saying you're gonna like be able to understand right like if you've got like you know a building that's like for crafting whatever you've got like a trade building right you know it's gonna be specific things he told you where they're gonna go um and they did a really good job of like freeholds are looking big too i was like dang dude that's more space than I expected. yeah and they double didn't they double it because he said it was like now yeah. in like an acre and a half or something it was yeah. like supposed to be a more than double it actually i think it was like supposed to be a half half acre now it's an acre and a half yeah which is crazy yeah 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 1.5 yeah arthas would know he's watched like four times <laughs> he was like yeah. talking about it so I, actually, I, I think like, i was my, it might have been like the my fourth yeah. time might have been the asmongold like reaction yeah. to it which God, he five. was also also impressed but uh mm, yes. but yeah, Such the, yeah oh, no, no, okay consumer. okay no five times now i gotta go watch it again uh, after this just to stay up to speed with arthas there <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys go for a two hour per. I'm like, nah, dude. I'm like, no, no, I don't. No, I'm, I'm not. No, I didn't watch the whole Just stream so, four okay. times. Yeah, oh, I, I do have a, I do have other things to do. I, I watched the mm -hmm. twenty some minute video. About I just got off his on like on his headphones and sleep with it now and try and outrank you. So I listen to it. Oh yeah, that, that might be good. Awesome. I might be able to get some more details that way. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of absorb it. Yeah, I can use like th that sleep band, so I don't have to use my big headphones. <laughs> God, dude, <laughs> crazy man. Uh, I'm trying to think the biggest things. Like, it was quite interesting. The kind, I mean, it, it sounds like freeholds are going to be little neighborhoods. I mean, the the fact that like it sounds like they're basically for a strong focus on the family system is the way I'm hearing it. Is it sounds like you know, like you're going to kind of pull your resources, head of the family maybe kind of snatches one up. And then multiple people could utilize the plot overall. Um, is is what it sounds like. It doesn't mean that that has to go that way. But we got a really good explanation on like you know quests to acquisition to blueprint to building it and the fact that you can. Oh, there's that modular approach that they've really kind of capitalized on that you can see in everything. Right, everything that they talk about always seems to have that modular augmentation approach, which I think is really great. And I really appreciate that approach to the game. Um, so yeah, you can, I mean, there's like level, like not leveling, but but sort of like skills that buildings can have to where- uh, Yeah, can, that was something yeah. that I was actually kind of surprised yeah. about. I mean, yeah. I figured it would just be static that like, okay, I'm at a rank two building, I get these mm -hmm. perks. Now it's all about a choice. And plus the fact that you can put in multiple of the same building if you're like, but I want both paths. How can I make that happen, right? Um, at the same time, you don't want to trade off. Mm -hmm. So I think, again, it's really, it really reinforced like the choice and the player agency part of it. And that was something that I did really like about the building system um, was that, is that you could choose to be maybe more efficient or do something. I mean, it, there was like, there was a few different like options, at least that they, 
talked about. I don't know that we actually like again to Armored Cell's point. We didn't actually kind of see the building happening. We didn't see like what the you know impact was per se, but being able to kind of really see that UI was was nice, Ooh. or at least the the theory behind the UI. I know it's not final UI. Yeah. What do you all think about the the bidding system? Because I saw that brought up in chat. And I thought that's a good point to discuss too. Um. Okay, I, I'm going to probably be a little more critical of this because this just gave me ArcH2 vibes, yeah, like big time. And at first I was like, okay, maybe it can work if you're bidding on an actual plot, but you're bidding on a right. permit and then you need to find a plot. That part I was like, mm, no, <laughs> I did not like that at all. Mm -hmm. um, again, subject to testing, right? He did say there's thousands of freehold plots available right and we're what i think the cap is like they're shooting for now is like ten thousand per server so i didn't kind of get and because i had a question out there roughly how many what percentage of players you think will actually achieve a freehold um or at least have an opportunity to achieve a freehold um realistically and and i that question didn't get answered i don't, I don't know if they answered it post like they normally do but that to me was like okay are you saying like there's going to be 7,000 out of 10,000 plots available or 10,000 opportunities for a plot available? Like, what is that? Because it did feel like, and this is something um, DJ and I talked about, is it seems like not having a freehold kind of puts you at a disadvantage in a way, um, or at least not having access to one, um, too. So I felt like the whole bidding thing didn't work because it was just for a permit. And you, I, I do like the fact that you had to be max level, but also what that's going to do is just going to push every no lifer to go to get to 50 so that they can get a permit. Um, but I think there's maybe different ways they could have gone with that. But I do feel like the way the system, or at least the this type of thing, you're not going to get away from a land rush there. I mean, it was a, pipe dream to think you would have anything but but i feel like they can fine-tune it in testing and i would rather you can get the permit through whatever quest but you're not bidding on a permit you're bidding on a plot i would think would be better because you can at least have an opportunity to get the plot you wanted because i feel like if you're stuck just bidding for a permit whatever plot you really wanted is probably going to be gone by the time you get the permit Man, yeah. What What do you think? It's it's a tough one, right? Because yeah, everyone wants like everyone got, everyone's going to want a freehold for the fact like I don't know how you're going to do animal husbandry and farming if you don't have a freehold. Like those those sort of arson skill trees, I don't know how you're going to do without a freehold. Mm, so yeah. that means it sort of locks fifty out of those skills completely. Yeah, master um, artisanship right is tied yeah. directly to freehold, so. That's what I yeah. heard, right? Was like, if you're gonna be, if you're gonna do the top, 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 high end crafting, it's gonna be at a freehold, yeah. right? Well, With it's that. processing. Processing. Right. I, I would expect, yeah, yeah I would expect the crafting would be in a node, Probably. and you need the node at a certain level. Maybe even the but mayor the, to like have something turned on. Too. Yeah, and the mayor needs to probably make a choice for yeah. that too, right? Which is something yeah. that I would expect. Uh, it, and like the one thing that I feel like is really important though, is 
you need to have at least someone in your guild that's willing to provide permissions to a freehold to be able to, and and invest in those higher tier processing. So it's like the amount of choice that needs to happen and everything needs to fall in line for you as a player to get into that high-end processing. Like, I mean, I guess you could also like pay someone to be able to do that, but it's still, it's, that part is like also like, I don't know, there's, there's gotta be like a, a different way to handle it. Cause I feel like you're, you're going out of your way to lock some players out of content. I mean, I understand limiting the plots. I get that. Yeah but it does feel like it's almost like a double ding. Like, okay, I can't get a freehold, for example, right? So therefore I don't have access to highest tier processing. I may not be able, unless I'm like going another route and having to farm to, you know, either work with a guild mate or work with, um, you know, somebody that's outside the guild. Because again, there's no guarantee that somebody in a smaller guild is going to get a freehold plot too so yeah i guess well this is all theoretical now right mm -hmm. let's yeah see it in testing but yeah, still true. it's like it w that was probably like a feels bad moment a bit um because it did feel like um it did feel like it was going down a route that i wasn't too happy with in arcade too yeah like i I understand how everyone's feeling. Like I'm also feeling the same way. Like I also like everyone's gonna want a freehold, but maybe not everyone's gonna be able to get a freehold. I think what they're getting is with the like how freeholds can have the max like the highest tier crafting. It doesn't mean that the um nodes can't have the highest tier crafting. I think that if you want the highest tier crafting in the nodes, you're gonna need the mayor to um deploy funds into that to get it crafted and built. Um but I also think Stephen did say that the idea of it is to make sure that it's not like you have to be of a certain skill level to get those freeholds. So it's not just like um, level ones all having all the freeholds. It's like people who are actually going to utilize it to the maximum potential. And that's probably why they're going, like, you've got to have some skill set or uh, skill level to get it. But I also understand it's going to be quite confronting if you're not going to be able to get a freehold. But I think this is also going to encourage people to destroy other nodes to free up those freeholds because the freeholds get destroyed mm -hmm. once the nodes get destroyed, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's that, going to be interesting. Brings... That's going to be interesting too, right? Because, because freeholds unlock. And what they also said was that it, it's not just that, that primary metropolis node, for example, it's going to be their vassals as well. So then my thoughts are like, well, so if the metropolis gets beat down, does that also mean the vassals all are gone? Because it sounds like that would be the way to go, right? Logically, mm -hmm. it seems like if this is going to be tied to the metropolis and the metropolis goes bye-bye, then all the vassal freeholds are gone too because it should be tied up to the top of the chain. Yeah. So that's going to be yeah. a whole lot of suffering for people. It's going to involve a lot of testing. It's going to, yeah. like, depends on how quick the rotation of freeholds are, of people getting wiped and getting chance to buy new ones. Will depend mm -hmm. on, will change people's reactions on how often, no, not how often, but how, uh, how much FOMO they have of a freehold, right? Because if, if there's a high enough rotation, maybe like, say once a month, like, one of the big nodes get destroyed. That's going to be like, what, 100? 
roughly 100 freeholds, I'd say, that just get lifted up, 50 to 100. So this could be a chance, like, you could, when you see a node being destroyed, instead of being like, hey, I want to join that battle, you could be like, I'm still join that battle, I'm going to farm as much gold as I can, because I know as soon as that battle gets won, I'll be able to get a freehold. Yeah, I mean, I think the the other thing, and and DJ brought a good um, point up in chat, is yep. that their their assumption around freeholds changing hands around assaults, and that's kind of their what they feel like their trigger is for people to have an opportunity once again. Is is I think there's still some concern around like your alpha, your zerg guilds, kind of just owning a node. Now, Stephen did say something about having atrophy events, and I don't know, it was like a really minor comment that he made. Yeah, yeah. But again, like how often is that going to really like cause things to change hands? Because one thing that happened in, in you know, uh, New World was kind of that is you just have, you did have like some guilds like dominate for a while, but at some point they do get, you know, thrown out of that one particular, I guess, town. All they did was just turn tail and run to another town that was of equal import as well. And they started the whole cycle all over again. So I do like want to know a little bit more and experience a little more, but like how they're wanting to drive change in the world and how that's going to really have an impact. And I think at one point they talked about, well, when your freehold gets destroyed, it doesn't really like you keep your layout and you might get some materials back, but it's not necessarily as intensive as the first time you build everything. But still, that feels like, you know, again, something I really want to test because at some level that would feel pretty tedious. If I had to keep, like, if I was, I don't know, in a particular set of nodes, it just kept getting sieged and kept getting destroyed. At some point, I would be like, I need to find an alternative because I don't yeah. want to spend all this time investing in a freehold right. when it's going to change hands like every two weeks. For I mean, example. I wouldn't do it. I personally wouldn't do it. I'd probably, you know, like someone who's super ambitious, like one one of my homies who literally is like no life in the game. Like I'd probably join their family and like contribute somehow that way because dude, I, I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm not going to do that personally. You know, yeah. as great as the benefits might be, and if it, if it is in in fact going to only be tied to processing, I don't think at this point that's going to be you know with the perks for that part. Like I don't think that I'm going to be a business owner. I don't think that I'm going to be focused on master artisanship for like processing. I'm probably going to be somewhere in the domain of like blacksmithing if I'm paladin, something that's going to like benefit me directly as you know a tank or something again that could change based on whatever is going on what's going on oh god what is it sorry i just read that i could not help it yeah, yeah i read it too <laughs> oh god oh my god <laughs> wow chat that's uh there you go there's that you know what's interesting though is I like that there's a level of flexibility. One thing I thought was super cool business approach is like you could have a player stall there is what I heard. And 
if you've got a tavern, it's like you could be focused more towards, I'm guessing it's probably going to be like maybe more tavern game approach for some, maybe more like beds and like in for others. So like you got one tavern that could, in a freehold plot, that could focus more specifically on, um, you know, just like offering beds so you can get the buffs or whatever and some might be focusing a little bit more on on the buff food aspect right so maybe focus more on like the tavern games and it's interesting to see like where that'll overlap but yeah I, I just thought that was really cool the level of like customization that they've or augmentation that they've they've uh, approached the freeholds with um it's definitely a lot it's a much bigger step further in regard to housing than i really expected them to go actually yeah it was a pretty deep system yeah. absolutely and i think honestly the silver bullet for the bigger guilds is probably going to be this in terms of like how they would game the system is they would pick like a chosen few maybe a chosen like 20 or whatever i mean however big the guild is but really like focus all the guild resources on those freeholds to be able to kind of get like all the the meta in terms of like how things are going. I kind of see that. I kind of see like any successful guild that wants to invest in freeholds is going to have to do that is think through exactly who in the guild should have a freehold. Um, you know, and that only is in in so far as just who who will own the plot and then kind of build out a little redundancy so that if somebody leaves, they don't necessarily like lose that, but right. then figure out like, what's the most optimal way. I feel like that's going to be the way to go. If they, if they keep the system as is, I feel like that's where a lot of guilds are going to go. If they do invest in freeholds is going to be that, um, which again, it's not necessarily like, like a bad gameplay experience per se at a macro level. Cause you are adding people to interact but I think as you get smaller, like in terms of like guild, I mean, I'm not going to necessarily comment on solo play because I mean, it is an MMO. Like I don't mm -hmm. expect I'm going to walk into this game and do what I did in like in WoW at some point. Is this like solo, like right. anything except like a pug dungeon. Um, but I do feel like smaller guilds are going to definitely need to make some really, I would say like some very significant choices on what their focus should be because yeah. you're not going to be able to be as flexible as a bigger guild in terms of like plots you could potentially get and also um like what you can do you're gonna your choices are going to be much more, more impactful or meaningful um in a smaller guild because you're going to have a limited amount of resources so this is just yet another like check in the box of resource scarcity with the freehold plots yeah. yeah, I think I think any um, smart guild is going to definitely like make sure that like their upper management are the ones that are sort of running the plot and then and then sort of like delegating specific functions within the freehold to different people. And then like that's like what they need to upkeep potentially. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I thought about it and I think that maybe the nodes themselves could have like farmland and like animal husbandry areas. So like you like think of like old medieval towns or mm. castles, you'd always see like a castle, some walls, and then there'd be like crops around it, like the farmland. So I'm hoping maybe that's how people who don't have freeholds can still do crop mm. harvesting and 
and animal husbandry, I'm hoping. Otherwise, yeah, communal gardens. Because, like, I don't like the idea of people being locked out of the skill completely because they can't get a freehold. I don't like that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think that should be a good thing or way to go, but there are a few things that I'm interested in how people are going to react to. For example, people getting attacked on their own freeholds. Um, I don't know how people are going to react to that. Like, I can see why they want that. So you're not, you can't just run to the safe zone, to safe zone, to safe zone, all the way to, you know what I'm talking about? Like, you can't just run yeah. to someone's freehold and not get killed, yeah. run to the next freehold and not get killed. And it sort of circumvents, like, the PvP element of the game. Um, but maybe you can hire a guard or something, like an NPC guard or something to maybe assist you. But only assist you in, in um, your own freehold, not anyone else. Because like, I don't want to farm my crops, and then there's some like sneaky dude hiding in the bush getting ready to take my loot. You know what oh, I mean? Oh like, man, I, I that's yeah. not gonna be a fun time for me. Absolutely. But, but um, but I feel like someone in this group might be uh waiting to, waiting in the bush for that opportunity to get some loot. But um, that's something that I would be very scared for as a farmer. Yeah, and just sapping you repeatedly and then maybe just yeah. stealing your stuff. Yeah. Out. yeah. Yeah, on and all, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you did there. I see. I see you. <laughs> that, was, that was called a dally you, just in case you didn't know. Yeah, we're calling you out. Unbelievable. Listen, when you all hear them or other people say this, just know it's bullshit. <laughs> just know it's not. Is it, though? It's, most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> when it was admitted and clipped, I don't know. On an all character, absolutely, I'll be a bad boy sometimes. Yes, on my main character, probably will be a righteous light bringer if paladins don't suck in the game. You know. Anyway, yeah. that's beside the point. Anyway, continue, gentlemen. Please, please, leave this along. No. God damn it. <laughs> um how about uh, this this bit here um they talk about players will have the option to override the cosmetics appearance of certain types of building then the three categories this is interesting i also saw something in chat when we started that i didn't catch it might have been related to cosmetics um or was related to cosmetics i didn't catch this part i don't know if it was in the discord conversation that they had or or what exactly? But there was discussion about potentially being able to trade in cosmetics before the launch for embers. Like maybe if yeah. you don't like yeah. them, it's in our chat. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's because if people are afraid they're not going to get freeholds or something, and it could work, I, I'm not sure. But you offered like you can return like refund the the skins for embers. Yeah, prior to launch. In oh, addition, players you. who own freehold cosmetics will be given an option prior to launch to exchange those cosmetics should they desire for embers through the, their account backend. Yeah, shout out to Skylark. So Skylark in chat there, it's our, it's our homie who does the the write-ups for this every month. So if you ever see him in chat, show him a little love because he's the reason we got those. Literally. Um, yeah. I, I like the explanation on the cosmetics. I think that it's probably smart that they're going to be allowing that opportunity for embers. Like, look, you can't get a refund, but you can 
you know, submit this to get like an alternate currency you can utilize if you don't for some reason like it. Because one of the complaints I've had about the cosmetics, while I totally understand where they're coming from, at the end of the day, people got to decide if they want to do that or not, right? No judgment either way. It's it's totally a personal choice. But if you if you get yeah, store credit, but I, I think <laughs> it's good because initially all you get was this concept art. And if we get to a place where now like we're in testing and maybe you're able to try those out and you're like, I don't like this, right? Because you didn't get like a 3D render you know, to sort of look yeah. at, to really get a true idea of what these things are um, going to be like. You may not like them when you see them in their 3D form. Um, and they may not feel like they're much like you envision it by looking at the art. Um, so I think it's kind of smart. One, one thing that I think it would be good for them to be able to do is at some point prior to launch, giving people who have bought these like hopefully by the time like they're close to launch like all these are actually out and available mm-hmm. on your account to use so get though so that people can really truly take advantage of this to your point mm-hmm. if there's something like if there's something i bought based on concept art i'm like i'm not going to really know if i truly like it unless i see it in game right at the end mm-hmm. of the day right it is there's some level of risk there um so i do feel like if they're going to hold true to this comment that they should definitely have all that, any cosmetic that is available ahead of launch that people have purchased, that it should be available in game at whatever, like late beta they have like open beta, whatever it is. Yeah. I see some people in chat too talking about like turning them into embers. Like I'm okay with it. I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, it's still kind of, you know, to them, they're just you're just trading it out for a different potential cosmetic anyway, right? So, yeah, there might be some that I feel that way about later on because I haven't bought every one of them anyway. You know, I've kind of, um, I've kind of only kind of picked and choose the ones that really stand out to me. I think they got like the swimming mount, the one that was like the big hefty walrus, right? Yeah, that's the only one I got this yeah. one, surprisingly. Yeah. A little thick boy. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to ride that shit in the water, man. I see how fast he is. Oh, you know what? The rabbit was really cool to see. The rabbit was cool. The only, and mm-hmm. one thing actually that I didn't really notice until it was pointed out was the fact that the mounts persist even after you dismount from them. Yeah. And the only thing that I would say that I would tweak on that would be idle animations because they were just sitting there like just stoically. Like, <laughs> Tpose discussion again. <laughs> yeah, kind yeah. of a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that's seriously like the level of detail. Yeah, Jincy, if you're in chat, I don't know if you are, but if you're in, you're out in the universe, that is some solid mount design. Yeah, that was so cool, and the animation too. That was actually one thing that. I noticed too, like the movement seemed really good, especially on the mount. It was much more fluid. Um, uh, And I didn't, I didn't like the fact that they were like, they, they RP walk to the freehold. I'm like, just go, just go. (laughs) Don't want to roll up on it too fast here. Let's slow RP walk. (laughs) Yeah. But I think overall that, that was, that was pretty good too. And, and with regards to like how they chose to, handle the cosmetics i thought it was really clean um that there's categories i kind of felt like based on what i was seeing that that was going to be the case like i didn't i mean i got like crafting there was like what crafting business and what was the other one? Oh shoot i'm gonna 
I can't remember the other one. It was crafting business, and I think there was a, like an other category or something. Well, like it's that. like crafting business in your actual home, right? Was the other one? Yeah, housing. housing. Oh, duh. Okay, housing, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that, that's very uh, fairly Most... obvious. I guess. My caffeine, <laughs> my caffeine kind of ran out at that point. <laughs> I'm like, I'll give you a clue. Like no it's your here. home. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was sorry. I'm still stuck on the fact that I'm never going to get a freehold. So I'm like, I couldn't oh, no. think of old. I'll be stuck in an apartment, just like uh, IRL. Um, like but, a uh, you can talk and tell with me, man. You can talk and tell with me. God, dude, we find me a. Yeah, it'll be it'll be like a Knights of the Phoenix commune. We're all like <laughs> sharing a space. Call it the barracks. <laughs> call it our barracks and city barracks. Yeah, yeah, the, the barracks. That. <laughs> <laughs> call it our RP, our barracks, man. <laughs> Um, but I did like the fact that there was different categories. I think that was yeah. good. And that helped me in my mind, like go back, like mentally go back through a few cosmetics. I'm like, oh yeah, that totally be something I would put on a crafting building or whatever. I, I, it, interesting though, like there's some that are really like totally like forged cosmetics that I feel like would be silly to apply to like, I don't know, like a leatherworking station. Like, I don't know how that would actually work. So again, I feel like we took a step forward or two in terms of like how they would apply, but it's still like, I still need to see this system to make a final judgment. Again, mm -hmm. I'm probably not going to stop my crack habit of a cosmetic purchase that's happening, but, um, but I do feel like, you know, if, if it's really something I don't like, and you know, there, there, there might be a lot of members. Yeah. <laughs> right before launch. <laughs> I wonder if they'll, if they'll, I don't think that they may allow that to apply to like, or will they allow it to apply to like summer backer stuff? Probably not. Summer backer. I wouldn't Kickstarter. expect it to be anything that you like did like through crowdfunding. Only, though. only post crowdfunding, I would think. Yeah. Cause yeah. I don't know that was there and there wasn't really any building cosmetics in, I guess it was mm -hmm. there, the guild hall stuff. I think you got guild yeah. hall variant stuff yeah but i don't think yeah. there was anything like housing related other than that but i think I can there might have been in the summer backer one it was like mm -hmm. this um see that i can make it look there could have been like multiple i remember it was like this sort of cottage looking thing oh yeah there were, you know I hear you. there were like different yeah, see, sizes now, now i'm logging in right now yeah but there were like <laughs> different sizes too i remember there being different sizes for the summer backer stuff so mm -hmm. it might have been based on tiers, but if you got the highest tier, you got them all. There was like one that looked like more of a tower, one that looked more like a cottage. And that yeah, was I'm very different than like the guild hall one that I think was like Kickstarter based. Yeah, that was yeah. really cool. Definitely. Yeah, I think that's yeah. level one, level two, level three sort of housing. Maybe. Sort of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty interesting. But 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 yeah, I wouldn't expect any of that stuff. So here's here's another thought too, which we haven't really talked about, you know. You're gonna need at any point when you are initially building something on your plot or if you choose to re rebuild something because that's a possibility too you've got to transport your goods to your freehold i am already man you know and it's and you know your freeholds are going to be marked somehow for being building too with its little whatever right. right so you yeah. know people are gonna be like oh let me call in the troops we got somebody jack on their way to their freehold so yeah. i don't think caravans are going to just be the only thing you have to work on defending this isn't going to be a flagged event sort of a thing whereas caravans are flagged events um 
you know, jacking somebody's stuff, killing somebody who's who's transporting stuff on the road to their freehold initially mm -hmm. and or later. Uh, that's going to be a thing. There's like a lot of resources, you know, that are going to go into that, man. Some money, man. You need to you need guard your homies. And they're shipping. Yeah, there's there's going to be a lot of bandits out there, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Be crazy be on the road going. I'm transporting a thousand ingots and wood, or you know, yeah, or, or, so yeah. Sort of business, or whatever. What sort of businesses do you think there are? Because I, I know the two there's a Colosseum one and like a tavern, but uh, tavern, I um, would stables maybe be animal husbandry? I remember there being like a stable or something, right? At one point, I think so. Yeah, I think that there was like sort of a yeah. stable one at one point. I remember. I was, I was trying to think what else would be in the, in the business one, like obviously tavern. store, a store maybe or stall. Like anything that was oh, a store. There was one that was like things. a candy shop looking thing. I remember too. So that yeah. maybe is like a stall for a player stall, maybe. But that's supposed to be. Yeah. I thought player stalls were just like city. Maybe this is some different variant of it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just like similar to like your, you know, your other plots i think this is just a way for you to put vendors out on your freehold because probably honestly this reminds me a little like again there wasn't like designated plots for this but it reminds me a little of uh ultima online where you could legit just like have a house and then have a vendor like outside with different things that you made um yeah. on their inventory so i have a feeling it's going to be something like that and then depending on the size of the plot or how that size of the plot the oh the level of the upgrade for that particular storefront i'm expecting you're going to probably um be able to put like a certain number of vendors there i gotta i gotta tell you guys something though and this is this is not a joyful thing to share and discuss but there's something we have not yet talked about and it was probably the most depressing part of that stream when they showcased it genuinely Caused me to cringe and go, oh, I don't know that I could do this. When they murdered and slaughtered the pig. Yeah, I was the like, sound oh. kind of got me. I was like, mm. oh. And and one thing that I, like, when I watched that, like, for the fourth time, I actually saw he was petting that poor pig. And then all of <laughs> yeah. a sudden, you see his hand go and, like, slit its throat. And I'm like, that was brutal. Well, and then they just laid there. He's like, it's go to sleep. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I hope it's sleeping. Definitely not a G-rated game, friends. No. Or probably yeah. PG. It's probably going to be like yeah, teen that, or MA. Okay, good yeah. news, bad news. The sound design was good. Right. Bad news, the sound design was good. But it's like, Ooh. Every yeah. time. Every time. Every time. I was like watching. Yeah, I, did, I, I did not grow up on a farm. Yeah, I, I mean... I've been around farms. I don't think meat is murder, but watching it happen was definitely cringe. Slaughtering is a thing, but I was not expecting that. I was like sitting here and this is this was me watching. I was like. Yeah, I was like, that was good. I'm like, OK, maybe it's just gonna know. Like, they like had it down to a science with everything. And like, yeah. again, yeah. I was so focused on the sound i didn't notice the motion he did where he was petting that thing like it's gonna be okay buddy and then wow he's like good little pig you're so precious you're so sweet now you're dead laying on your side well, yeah if, they, if they wanted to have with the peglets they would have they would have gotten like somebody would have reported them 
I'm not but sure what who was interesting is <laughs> they, small they, they, there. the small <laughs> ones were there and they also had like a I little circle on them. Yeah. So you're like, you could totally murder them too. I'm like, so no. Veal's going to be a thing in the game, everybody. And if you don't have Veal in the game, if you can slaughter baby calves and, and you don't get Veal, <laughs> I'm going to be like, shh, I'm going to be like, you missed the mark, friends. You just missed the mark. You know what's going to happen? I'm, I'm probably going to do some cooking in oh, the game, God. but I'm definitely buying my shit from Costco. Whatever, like, <laughs> whatever's there. Whatever their version of Costco is, because I am not murdering any, like, little, like, little oh, piglet shit. babies. Like, even the chickens, I was like, I hope they don't murder a chicken on camera. That has been... What if it's a pig chicken? A pig, a pig oh chicken. I would just, a pig uh, chicken. I would just avert my eyes uh, and just run. That's gonna be go, a creature in the game. You know it is too, right? So the question is like, what you get when you when you when you slaughter a pig chicken, pig wegwanme or whatever it was called. Yeah, white bacon. <laughs> yeah, white bacon. <laughs> It'd be like the purest white meat. I don't know. Like, what's it? What are they gonna call it? Yeah. Very, very important for the delicacy for the buff food for the clerics when they go do their raids. Oh, walk in the light, friends. Yeah, I guess yeah, that, that was definitely like, I don't know, I probably would want to tone down the sound at least, or at least like have it be like you could avert your eyes and not see it happening. Bacon flavored <laughs> chicken. <laughs> it's right. A, a bacon leg. I could call it a little. Or Pogway leg or whatever that whatever the whatever it's called. It was some weird I couldn't pronounce it. Pogwagway. Pogwagwah. Yeah, Something like that. Sorry, yeah. Intrepid. I'm not not speaking from map absolute um certainty here. Just kind of rolling with memories and my memories are a little they're spotty at best at this point. Um Oh, I was like super. It was super cool to see this. It was a very small thing, literally. But the mm -hmm. the COVID thing. Remember the COVID cosmetic yep, for people yep. that yes. signed up. Oh, I, I can't that. wait to like the pandemic thing. Yeah. And did you see it was animated too? Yeah, it had a glow effect yeah, to did. the portal area. I was like, that's sick. It was small. It wasn't huge, but it was like, how cool yeah. is that? Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I actually like the decorating part of it. Again, like I, I like the fact that they're like. It's not only, you know, form, it's function. Everything has kind of a function. So you, I did like that, um, though I didn't really invest a ton in the New World housing. I did like the fact that you could put certain things in your home and kind of get buffs. So I liked the, the fact that they were doing this with this too. And plus, it, it just felt like it's going to be really super detailed to be able to kind of do that um, as well in and customize like the look. The only thing I, I was like, I hope you can change the wallpaper because that shit looked like a little dilapidated on the inside. <laughs> like, I'll be honest with you. I'd be like, I'd be looking for some rats on the floor. So I'd be like, oh, no. we need to put a fresh coat, fresh coat of paint on this, Steven. Come on, man. The basic human shack, right? Or something. I remember someone saying they want to be interior decorator for ashes. Going around that, people's mm. places like 10 p.m. out. Yeah. Oh my God, Arthas, no. <laughs> Will the COVID sculpture give us a pandemic buff? Too soon? Why, Arthas? Is it why? too soon for that? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I can't help but say well played. I mean, I know it as, was as, as time, someone but... who had COVID. No, man. No. <laughs> too <Please> soon. <laughs> too soon, man. 
Yeah, what, what does it do? Like, make you pass out in the bed and not be useful for, like, three three or four, or two or three weeks in game? <laughs> can't taste your can't taste your bacon egg in game when you eat the buff food? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. You don't need uh, something no negative. Bacon-flavored bacon egg. Food. <laughs> not condoning these actions, and my laughter is absolutely purely from the heart. So, I mean, you gotta laugh at life, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you gotta laugh, man. Otherwise, you just you know get filled with that's darkness still, or whatever else is going on. That's still going on about the the chicken bacon, chicken bacon, bacon eggs. Bacon eggs sounds ingenious. Like, yeah, like. You cook an egg and it tastes like bacon when you eat it. Like that would be pretty well, cool. There is such a thing as bacon salt too out there. Yeah, you can actually is. like it's salt mixed with like bacon bits in there. I'm sure there's no so, carcinogens I mean, I can, in that. I can see that. Just I want chicken, <laughs> chicken steak. Um. Yeah, so business buildings provide services to the players, right? The freehold owner will be able to control permissions that grant access to the building services. Owning a freehold with someone else may help you provide other services. I saw in chat people like bouncing ideas around with the stall. How cool would that be to like have your armorsmith put up like a stall? Like you craft the weapons, they're there, they're available. You go to the, you know what I mean? Like that is, I mean, that is like doubling down in the best way. Mm -hmm. If that were to be the case on a freehold, because now you, you've got so much versatility in 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 the design plan right you can like set up a player stall set up your we weapons based on rarity right people can come you know the things they want they got to travel to your place in the world like i gotta go to this master crafter over here in order to get this specific thing right because ain't nobody over in my domain making it right yeah. so now you got more more and more reasons to traverse the world be out and that's one of my biggest complaints about mmorpgs these days especially is you fast travel so easily you teleport you summon like there all these things happen so quickly that like there's not nearly as much actual being in the world right and to me that's like such a missed opportunity because you built this world you meticulously spent all this time crafting the landscape the buildings the npcs now people can just bypass all of that, right? And, and just go straight to the content, right? Because you got to get it now, got to get your way, got to get it quick. Um, so I think that like the more and more I see things like this being presented as as uh, possibilities, not just for freeholds but other things, the more the more I really appreciate what Ashes could be. Really, yeah, yeah. And just think of like the gameplay loop for that as a like as a master crafter, right? And you're gonna need a support system to do yeah. that. Because if you can only get maximum processing on a freehold, right, to be able to do that. Um, I'm wondering if it and see this is the part that I'm like, I'm we'll have to see it in testing, but I'm wondering if it makes more sense, even if you have happen to have a freehold, to have a player stall like in an actual like node city. Because just think of it this way. If you mm. gather all these materials or you process all these materials or you get them processed, you have to caravan like a large amount of them potentially to a node to be able to do the master crafting or mm -hmm. somewhere else for that matter. Right. And then then you have to take them all of that back, which I guess once they're processed, I guess they wouldn't fall into that 
crafting inventory right um but still it does feel like it's a lot of work just to get them back on your freehold so yeah. i'm wondering if how people the meta will be anyone that's a master processor or grandmaster processor is going to have all their stuff on the freehold so people have to I mean, grab that in order to get it too that's how like they make their money i feel like it would make more sense to sell it on your freehold because you might be able to avoid some taxes if you do it that way maybe you will you just, might just, still get taxed on your freehold though yeah yeah tax on your the... freehold but not taxed on the sales oh right the, the right city. makes sense or you actually, never know though actually i don't know man it could tax still man gets you everywhere man <laughs> you could be ordering from amazon.vera.com or whatever That's true, right you could live out in the rural area you're still paying taxes i don't exactly. know i'll be I'll, i could be like a little 100 scribe and do some tax fraud you know Forge your tax documents. Yeah. Oh my god! No, see, I've already paid. I've already paid. If anything, I get a refund from you. <sighs> I mean, death and taxes something you can count on, everybody. Not to be depressing yeah. or anything, but it is real. Yeah. Um, I I don't know, man. Can you harvest off someone else's freehold? No. No. Good. Yeah. Uh, can players be denied buying property? No, going through some of the freehold questions here, right? Because we've essentially hit. And... I, I would, I would say that is definitely not a no. <laughs> I mean, denied in the sense of like somebody can't stop you from buying a permit, but they can stop you from placing a plot if all the plots are taken. True. So I, I would say that's probably needs a little qualifier there with the no. Absolutely. Um. While will rare blueprints have benefits other than just appearance? This is absolutely buildings can have certain buffs and benefit or benefits. I mean, I think that's specifically the the skill tree stuff that we've seen, which I mean I'm pretty excited to see about that. Also, can I just note real quick that like golem that you can create that reduce yes. like oh my god, that's gonna be meta, am I right? That's like the pinnacle. You want that thing. That is all about like uh um being resourceful right like i mean getting the most most for your money or materials Potentially, we didn't see what the other ones were i know if the other ones yeah. were like a higher chance of like procking like an epic plus thing i would be like hmm what <laughs> yeah i might need to have two buildings <laughs> right yeah you I, wonder. I feel like the 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 arcane goal would be more like if you, you don't have enough players constantly farming your land and you want someone else to do it for you Whereas the other ones would be like, if you're doing it yourself, you get more benefits out of it. Yeah, it would make sense, potentially. Mm -hmm. uh, a freehold size depend on many things can be put inside it. Cosmetics are uh, that are large in size, maybe take up larger amounts of space within the freehold. So that's interesting because you're going to have the potential for small to large buildings, which means it could look like you have more space on some freeholds and less on others. Just because yep. of the building size, but you still have a pretty big plot to work with. Um, that's pretty good to hear. Uh, <clears throat> thoughts? Yeah, because do think of the Coliseum, right? The Coliseum's huge, yep. and if you can compare that Coliseum compared to that farm we just saw, yeah, the Coliseum's going to look massive compared to it, but they're going to still have roughly the same size. The only thing that I'm like a little kind of feels bad about this is like yeah. I would then I like any of the like really big cosmetics. I would not ever want to put on there. Like, even if I have a large plot, I'm assuming the cosmetic will 
be sized based on the plot, not on the cosmetic. So if I have like a large plot and I throw down the Coliseum versus something else, does that mean that the Coliseum will take up even more space than whatever I have that isn't a Coliseum? That felt like, again, like a little like, okay, what do you mean by that? Makes you wonder I too, would if like it's to... gonna mitigate some of the space for like crops, maybe like would it diminish like the overall size you get for something like that? Yeah, because if that's the case, I mean, give me some embers because <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not gonna be using that if it's taking up more room on for sure. You have some thoughts, uh, Armored Cell? About that? Um, so am I getting this right? There could be different size um, plots. I thought that all roughly 1.5. Seems like each plot's going to be have its specific size. And then like based on your building, you're going to take up potentially more or less of that. So what I'm curious yeah. about is based on what you choose to place on a plot, is it going to give you additional area to, to, you know, potentially place things like light posts or maybe have more space for crafting? Sorry, not crafting, right. harvesting, etc. cetera. Um, I'm just kind of curious how that's going to like, you know, work to kind of create variety in your overall greater plot, plot size. Um, oh my God. Margaret said that the Coliseum would cover all half acre for the larger freehold. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll give some, give me some members. <laughs> never, never going to use that. That would be like, that would be like the most inefficient use of space in an acre and a half where you just have yeah. a Coliseum. What, what are you even going to do there? right at this point how do you make good use of that on a freehold right without feeling wasteful yeah what would that even be doing right at that point i mean unless you want to make like i guess maybe the coliseum give you some like gigantor buff i I don't know maybe when you have like some you know gladiator games in there or something i don't know what's going on but maybe it might be a good way to farm corruption (laughs) oh my god a corruption farm i.e the coliseum my god dude uh they said are there plans to replace rested xp as servers mature kind of a weird question right not at the moment are the upgrades skill trees for buildings able to be reset they said yes you can change that this was like kind of something if you watched it talked about but yes you can and upgrade uh paths are specific to the building so each building type is going to have specific ones you just get to choose with path, pathway your pathway you're going down. I kind of view that like master partisanship, right? You're only gonna ultimately go all the way down one one pathway. Although I think in this case you're probably gonna like specifically gonna get one branch versus potentially being able to split up points and others. I don't know if that'll be a thing or not. Because it seems like it would be a waste to put points in any of the others if you want to get to the last last one out. I don't see them leaving additional points. And I don't see like splitting points up if it is possible being like, it, it seems like a dweedle move, I guess you could say. So. Yeah. Uh, it said, will there be furniture loot in drop tables? It said there will be components of unique furniture recipes that are rare that will scale based on the power it confers to the furniture. Thoughts on that one? That one I felt like needs a bit more of a qualifier too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Need a bit more detail on that. Right. 
And this one wasn't a shocker, but can married couples co-own a freehold? Nah, man. Someone's still got to be head of the household and own that thing. Own that thing. <laughs> <laughs> there, ain't no, there ain't no split and head of the household. Someone is, you know, the boss. You guys so do they take do they take fifty percent when they uh when you break <laughs> up or <laughs> right, you, dude? I, you know what I'm actually wondering how much drama is gonna come from people who run freeholds and do it as a family and then not like the way things are going. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Can you like de- disown people out of your family? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for the helping me get voice. it. Now I'm just gonna dick y'all over and keep it and then kick uh, you or something. You know that's yeah. gonna happen. Someone's gonna pull yeah. that. Yeah. And then what happens? Who takes the kids? <laughs> they go to that orphanage Stephen talked about. Oh God! <laughs> it's a joke. Just kidding. Also, that came from the man. Take it to him. I'm just yeah, talking I'm just about interest. It. I'm just one thing that was interesting about your comment, Sim, is yeah. you were talking about some like do stuff and things about what do you, you know, mean? family things you know you'd go it's not gonna be cone but what if somebody did this i, I, just, you know, I can't I believe i like... have to even say that i wouldn't do this to anybody yeah i i mean i wouldn't think you would bubble heart out of a dungeon to leave me to die but i mean it happened <laughs> it was alpha <laughs> control t won't even be a thing in the live game that didn't count that was for, that was like I don't know, 50% entertainment value and also 50% like we gotta go. So wow, we, Chad. Me, you. You're the only one that left. Your <laughs> comrade died in battle. Oh, I mean, yes, that did happen. It's gonna be interesting to see because I, I do believe that we're gonna see some like pretty crazy drama uh, in, in the game like this. This game has the potential for serious drama between players. The whole pseudo-faction thing. Oh, man. Alliances are going to be formed and broken and reformed and broken so much. It's going to be interesting to see how that plays out for, like, communities on the server. Because, like, eventually, they're going to be the people that are infamous, right? And those are going to be the people you're going to be like, I'm not associated with this dude. Not going to have him in my raid. Not going to have him in my in my guild definitely not gonna have in a family i feel like family is gonna be an even higher level of trust than than guilds personally i do specifically because of the things that you're gonna be tied to together like a pre-old you know still we got to know about fast travel man like how's that you know with the freehold the family summoning or whatever we still need to see how the heck that's planning on working but yeah we're not there yet okay just kind of bouncing ideas um yeah it was really interesting though with the animals like slaughtering the milking i mean even that was like damn dude i mean the sound the sound was on point too (laughs) i gotta give them i gotta give them kudos on this man like uh, the more i hear the sound design evolve the more i'm impressed by it yeah 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 i I do hope they add pathing to the animals though that's probably one thing i'd yeah like have them roam a little bit more yeah yeah just a little bit can't just be standing there like that oh the inventory space we got to talk about that it was in chat yes we haven't talked about that specifically we're getting tetris style 
inventory. They remember they were debating on this. Are we going to go the traditional yeah, inventory? Specifically for crafting, though. Yes. Specifically for crafting. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What do you think? I was like, yeah. But honestly, like I saw that, I'm like, mm, mm. yeah, it was not a good, good thing. I mean, I think I don't know. There's pros and cons to that versus weight versus other things. I mean, I understand they want to give you to like choices, right? And you, when you're out in the world. You can't just like farm up a bunch of different things and then expect to carry it all back at some point. Um, but I do feel like that, like the, the whole Tetris thing is going to add complexity where complexity doesn't add value, in right. my opinion. I would prefer like a weight system with um, with crafting materials, um, not like in general, like I think anything else outside of that. Um, and I think it also like when you talk about like crafting bags and stuff, I mean, right. I've seen in other games where they've given you like some sort of bonus um, to like being able to carry more. And that's not just like number of slots, like in general, but maybe like you can carry more of like or if it's an ore bag or something like that. So I yeah. feel like there's a lot more flexibility there um, than with this Tetris design. Right. It just feels like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like that that's kind of making it maybe almost too complicated to have two different types of inventory management systems. I mean, I would say I wouldn't want them to default to like Tetris on both because that would just be gross. But yeah, <laughs> um, I do feel like maybe like a weight system or honestly like a stack. You could still handle it with like stack limits. Like I couldn't... Um, no, you could you still have a way to limit it um because you're gonna have like a resource scarcity anyway yeah so i feel like that um you know it's gonna limit people's ability to hoard stuff into um uh, into their personal space and plus the fact that you've got risk versus reward in traveling with raw resources as well. Mm. I think even process, right? You'll drop even processed resources, just not final product unless you're like, you know, a dirty little corrupted person and, you know, you yeah. die. Yeah, dirty corrupted You hear that, Armistel? Oh, yep. you hear what he said? He didn't deny dirty corrupt person. He just gave a warning. Yeah, Saying, I mean, you are, I mean that's, that's fact, right? If you are corrupted and you die, yeah, as a dirty little corrupted person, you're gonna drop filthy. your gear. Filthy, just filthy, just dirty, filthy corrupted, filthy person. dirty little corrupted person. Yeah, that's when, right. when I get when I get a gift from the ancients, you'll be coming to me by. Oh man, can I have a little oh swing of that God, thing? Dude, when a I gift. get the gift, Tamak is is. Are you the new Tamak? <laughs> oh, like, I will be. I called that. I called that. God, dude! I so called that. Holy shit! I called that. Oh, oh yeah. For those of you that aren't oh. in the know, he did post. Uh, Stephen did post in the Discord the monster coin um, events. You could actually play as a world boss. So to mock the Cyclops, I'm assuming this is probably one of the more rare monster coins. Yeah, it's a legendary you could get. token. Yeah, it's a legendary one. You could play as okay. to mock. Just imagine dying. if you were like Terra bad at that and you like died instantly. <laughs> I, I told you would be able to be that big bad boy in the UK. No, you had to smash down that level five node because they wouldn't give you your, your corn. I tell you what. So, 
and there are specific how can we go about saying this right there are specific benefits that one can have i think isn't cosmetics one of the earned, earned rewards from right yeah. I, I don't know that there will be anything else i feel like it's probably going to be cosmetic based but here's the discussion point we haven't talked about in a while and it's, i think a good time to kind of throw it out there some people have argued and i'm not one of them that if you were to buy monster coins because they are purchasable then it's pay to win knowing that using one is going to as all we've heard so far is unlock cosmetics to me is null and void because it's basically from my perspective it's a way to purchase cosmetics in sort of a random way but you've got to go perform to earn them so I don't know. Thoughts? You know what? Actually, I'm I'm actually gonna take um, a turn with this one. Sure. Because I'm actually gonna say monster coins do feel a little pay to win now that I know you can play a world boss. Because just imagine with these monster coin events, which I'm assuming sure. are similar to or are actually atrophy events, right? You could potentially as a player purchase like a bunch of legendary coins if those are available right that's i guess the the thing you could purchase like higher tier coins or you and your buddies could purchase higher tier coins and take over a node or at least destroy a node in these events and then take it over the one thing and i can't remember the exact details from steven because it was a long time ago now is that there's a limitation on how many can happen at a time during the events so Mm -hmm. that is a very that is a a fundamental question that we kind of have to get answers on like how big are the events how many can be utilized at the same time is there like a cooldown on it how many coins can you have on your account as well at a time too yeah yeah Yeah. so i can't buy like you know 25 legendary coins because i'm like you know rolling in the ducket Mm -hmm. and then every event i'm tumok snapping oh. necks and cashing checks you and know is it I'm randomized saying? too or like if it's if it's randomized does that help is that more good does it not matter so to me it's hard right because like inherently i don't see it as pay to win but it depends on the level of the rewards reward. may not be but yeah i mean <laughs> yeah it's kind of made me think too, now that know. now that i heard that yeah i connected the dots and i'm like yeah, yeah. they they need to put some controls on that yeah, because that could yeah, quickly uh, be like a way to gain the system. It, it could be, but but again, the argument that Steven had is that that won't be something they're going to allow. So the question is, if it's not going to be something they're going to allow, are we going to get to test these things at what point? Because you're going to need to test that before it goes live, right? And yeah. if it is viewed as pay to win by the greater community, like you're going to have to do something with that because that's inherently a part of their foundation for the game, right? So if you got people crying like, hey. Uh, we were, you know, we're able to use these. This boss is strong enough, or I can, like, you know, I don't know how many people are going to be able to use them at a time. We know that the events are limited, but is the event going to have the potential to be strong enough to actually, you know, create that kind of damage? And then, like, if it isn't, then, like, how are you going to make it meaningful enough so that playing it is a reward outside of just the cosmetic itself? Potentially, yeah. we don't know all the full sets of rewards. We just know that cosmetics are listed 
consistent part of it. Yeah, is there like a, I mean, how there's definitely ways they can put controls on it. Absolutely. You can limit the amount of coins people can get. You can limit the amount of slots. So you can't have like 52 mocks, oh my you know, God. chilling in front of the node, right? Whoa. I mean, there's like other things you could do, but I do agree this is something they need to get ahead of now. I agree. Now that we know you can play a world boss in the monster coin event, how that's actually going to work and play out. Because mm -hmm. Um, as my very wise girlfriend told me, if a player can do it, they will do it in the game. Oh, They'll 100%. figure out a way to do it. Oh, yeah. They'll break so, it every time if they can get an advantage. Yeah, absolutely. Don't care. Absolutely. They'll exploit that shit. We saw them doing it in Alpha One. It was stupid. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you look at like live games, I'm like cringing right now because I'm thinking of like, you know, things like Arcade 2 where they had some pretty game breaking things oh where people God. were able to get currency and deck themselves out and there wasn't anything like now outside of like deleting their characters and starting over or doing something which the devs did nothing i would rather we nip this in the bud ahead of time in testing before this becomes into the live game and then it's there's little you can do when the impact has already been felt on the server yeah, yeah, I'm they... trying to work out why you need to put the uh, monster coins in the shop anyway. Like, why does that need to be there? Well, like, I mean, it's you, sh they... you definitely shouldn't yeah. be able to buy legendary ones. God, no. Like, I mean, you know, here's the thing, right? If you could earn the monster coin in game, I feel like, like, how different is that? I, I honestly, I think if if this is the route that they're going to go and making them purchasable, I would say you don't put anything that's like super powerful on there. Yeah, and the, the way you get the really epic legendary stuff is earnable in game because yeah. they did say monster coins would be available for purchase, but they didn't say which ones and what levels. Yeah, that's right. Correct. So I do mm -hmm. feel like if you're thinking you don't want this to be pay to win, right? The rewards are definitely not pay to win, right? But the experience is. So mm -hmm. how do you make sure that that experience doesn't turn into a pay to win moment? Because I would be very like, I would be very uh, upset if the legendaries were available like without restrictions I think on there or or available at all. They've, on only, the... they've only been previously available for, I know Kickstarter gets them, right? Yeah, yeah we get some it. Kickstarter and Summer? I can't remember what levels now. I'm going to look yeah, that up now. Yeah. Because I want... Yeah, because I forget. I'd have to like look on the account, but like you get... I don't remember how many of which ones, but there's like a variety. Oh, I'm gonna there. look right now. Yeah, right yeah. Now. I mean, I'm I'm a big proponent of like you know pretty much in game merit, right? I get cosmetics, I get that stuff. I'm not a big mic microtransaction fan personally. I'd prefer to like get it in game. One of the things that World of Warcraft, I know we don't like to give them a lot of positives, but there was a point in time when there were some positives, like when they added things that, you know, made going back and doing old content meaningful, you know, that you could go back and get a, a pet or something, or you could go back and do things in the game to earn it, right? I like doing it in the game. I don't like you putting stuff in the game and then being able to bypass it by buying, like, for example, Elder Scrolls Online, have events. You can play the events to earn the things, earn the currency to get the things. You can also just go buy the tickets in the shop. I'm like, bad move. You can yeah, you can all altogether for the most part, just buy what you want. And it's crazy. So, so far, yeah, so far I've seen in the Kickstarter awards, three tiers. 
Great. Legion, which I'm assuming is your like your common, uncommon, elite, and um, epic. Yeah, Legion, I believe, is your legendary one. I could be wrong. No, I um, would expect um, elite. Hold on, well, hold on, I guess. I might even, you know, you know, there at moments like this, I think it's important that I just go and I look on the freaking elite. site that I've worked to create for people. Instead of guessing, yeah, warrior of old, yeah. So I think, yeah, maybe it is the higher tier ones. Warrior of old. It's on the website. It's on Ashes HQ. Um, I have, yeah, events right there. Monster coins. When I go yeah. to monster coins, I look. It's the highest level. Any anytime today, they're Ashes HQ. Thanks. Uh, so you've got, <laughs> you've got Legion, Elite, and Epic. So I think it's Epic. Is the lower one? Hold on a second here. Yeah, okay. if I look at Braver of Worlds, it's like elite epic, tier. Isn't epic? Yeah, are that's... legendary events that occur between City of Metropolis stages four to, or five to six, including legendary bosses. I knew that their their naming was weird. Yeah. So it's so... Legion's the basic, elite's the next one, then epic is the top one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, so this is this is taking a turn. This is taking a turn, Ashes fans, man. Yeah, and this I, is, I don't know. I hate to bring it up, but they did bring they did mention Tumok. And when you look at Tumok as we fight him, right? How many people did they have during the Tumok fight? It was like it was 20, 20 something, 20, 30 people, I think, something I mean, like that. He was like supposed to yeah. be like a 30 ish uh, raid group boss or something. That's a pretty strong yeah. boss. Like it caused some pretty serious damage. And we looked at the mechanics of like the big tree trunk and the healing and stuff. It's like, how can you use that potentially coincide with player activity things that are going on? I don't know. What kind of interaction is that going to have? That's like a pretty important question, right? Like, can I go run around with Tumok and like, you know, protect the tree and people sort of like, they really like topped up on health because they're hanging around the mushrooms and just wrecking people? I don't know. Yeah, this is oh man, this is like feeling bad right now. I just I I feel like now that they've got it in the Kickstarter, Sorry. so just telling to me like it's it's gonna be on the store too. Yeah, this well they, they said say it, but this feels very pay to win. Well they they've previously said this is I hate I hate to hate to say this, right? But it's been known that they are planning to sell them on the shop post launch. So yeah. They've said it won't be pay to win. The question, the question we have is, how are you going to ensure that that isn't going to be the case? Yeah, because I mean, you're already giving people an option to like, if they bought into the Kickstarter, to have some coins already. And if yes, if the epic tier is your legendary tier, right? Then okay, then at least as a kick, like a high tier Kickstarter backer, mm -hmm. I can be too much more than a few times. Right, yeah, but again, yeah. how impactful is being Tumok will determine question, how yeah. pay to win that is. I I don't think being, uh, being Tumok should be bought from the store. I don't, I I really don't. I I I feel like maybe normal mods coins are fine. Like if you don't get that rare drop from a goblin or whatever, you can't go into goblin during a mods coin event. But I don't think everyone should be able to be that that raid boss. Like that's that should be like a a rare drop from Tumok himself. Mm. That's like one of multiple raid bosses too, because like you're not gonna have yeah. multiple options. And I, I remember correctly, and I could be wrong, but if I remember correctly, it's it's not a guaranteed which one you get when you use it. It's like 
you just become one of them. I don't know if that'll be like down to like, you know, maybe it's like only a certain amount of time you get to do it, or if it's for the whole event. You know. It's timed. Yeah, I think it's timed, but I can't remember what they it's been a while since they talked about it. So but you know, the thing is too, is like if it's just gonna be for cosmetics, then how do you make it like meaningful enough to where it doesn't seem like kind of a ridiculous, unnecessary money sink? Yeah. You know? I don't know, man. But I also feel like you're not gonna have Timbuk go all the way to the snowlands or across the continent no. to go. People will no. DPS him down if they know he's up just to kill the player, you know. I yeah, mean, exactly. I would think. That's but, another question. If you kill two marks, do you get the normal loot, or is he just like? I don't remember. Always been controlled. I'm assuming they don't. It doesn't drop any loot. Maybe drops like monster, maybe player event loot? like currency or something. But I, yeah, yeah, that feels like <laughs> that would be also like my opinion. Pay to win. If it yeah. drops actual like you know world boss loot oh no yeah. dude I, I feel like the be the best way to go about that is just make it player loot since the player is actually using the, the boss if you're going to make it drop any loot when you kill somebody a player who's got the monster coin equipped and yeah actually yeah. just make it player loot don't change that like, at all i always i always try and think of like how you can game it before like as soon as you mention anything so that's why i was like if you can come to him up and someone kills you what do you drop like mm. Yeah, it should drop something rather than to play and not to mob. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. It should be. It should be event currency, is what it should yeah, be. I, I, yeah, yeah. It That'd should be cool. event currency, and then you, if you win that event, like if the node wins that event, you take that to the mayor or whatever, and you exchange it for like some sort of reward. Be like, yeah. hey, I killed this many things. This here's here's my yeah. proof. Like like trophy heads almost, right? Yeah, like or contribution points to like the event. Yeah, like something like that. Right. Yeah, yeah, and I I think yeah. um chat brought up like a good point is again it depends on how much these monster coin events actually influence the status of the node right yep. maybe it i don't know if you lose the event as the node maybe there's some sort of penalty and resources or something but it doesn't actually destroy the node or anything like that like again it all depends on like what what impact having mm. that has which would determine in my opinion what's pay to win if you could legit like de-level a node or destroy a building or something like you know there's there's got to be a way to actually defending against the event otherwise people give me like why waste my time I, but still i just feel like that's that's such a slippery slope right yeah, now i do have i do have one question though because like if because like when you live off the node right the the these mobs around the area come and attack you i believe in some sort of event like when you live on the node like the the world like re reacts to it i'm hoping that's not classed as a monster monster event because that what that means is yeah you might be able to stop a node from progressing by going into that monster coin event well, yeah which would be peer to win in my opinion yeah but like yeah like dj post posted there too on the on the hq page like it's it can't be used in in correlation with like node sieges so Again, yeah, no, it can't be used for this. No, yeah, yeah, it's that's why it's its own yeah. event, a monster coin event. Yeah, yeah, and again, I think that's good, right? But also, I want to see again what's the impact. Like, if True. we are defending our node and a monster coin event happens, what is the actual like outcome of a defeat? You're like outside of like a node siege because it can't take place outside that. of a node. 
but yeah you could still have conflict and that's the question is yeah it's like what, correlation again what value does it provide to me as a player to defend and or yeah. attack right yep. if it's just like a currency thing oh hey i get really cool cosmetics that could be a motivator for some but at some point you're going to get all those cosmetics and be like why am i even participating in this right and it becomes a non-event then you're like so again what's the what point? like what's this again what's the stake without it being like a pay to win thing right again yeah. how could you limit i think some of it has to do with this limiting like how many coins you can use maybe there's a cooldown period you can only use like a legendary coin i don't know every you know three monster events i don't know what it is but it's something to do to where you can really make sure that it's not gonna negatively impact like the power level or the power dynamic by having it yeah because like, i don't want this to be like you know a blizzard justification well gems start gear no this oh the monster coins oh need to have like this kind of thing i mean i i hate to do that because you know intrepid has been pretty like stay the course in terms of pay to win but they really need to make sure they're really thoroughly like thinking this through so that it doesn't become like a situation where it becomes a pay to win thing without intentionally trying to yeah. be one. Yeah. And the thing that's tricky too, is like, so you can use it to break down buildings in a node, right? You're not sieging the node, but you're potentially impacting a, a, a metropolis, a city, whatever's ability to function. Like, so if I go after like hypothetically a crafting area, and I'm able to take that down. Like, but then again, you know, do you want something like that in a shop where you can buy it? And if it isn't going to be so, so strong in itself to, to necessarily, you know, take it down before the, the citizens are able to rally and stop it, then also what's the point of it, you know? And you kind of want to be able to be successful, even if it does take a bit of a bit of merit in order to accomplish getting the cosmetics, but also you don't want it to be, you know, kind of just a pointless system that or event system that that actually exists. And this is one of those things that we still don't have tons of feedback on with, you know, like the grand scheme of things, like how meaningful is this going to be to even have really? Yeah. Because being able to like go and play as a monster and that monster event happening in the middle of like a period where it's not really that important potentially be like a complete non-issue but it could yeah. also be it could also or if be there's like a cool down peel it's like it's yeah. all about pacing right yeah. one of the things that i'm gonna go back to new world just doing a really shitty job yeah. of is yeah. the pacing right yeah. is they had yeah so you probably had a little bit of oh, amazon it didn't come back up i didn't get the acid but i stopped it before i hit that point the amazon acid <laughs> yeah that's like the, or was it the bezos effect i can't oh, know what it was that might get some acid okay yeah <laughs> But, uh, but like the one thing with New World is you like literally had it was either like a town siege or a horde mode like daily or multiple times a day. And it just got yeah. so like taxing to be able to do that. Yeah. So I do hope like they really do a good job and test quite a bit like what those cooldown periods will look like because you still want some level of dynamicness like in the whole like siege mechanic Absolutely. but not so like over the top like constant 
that it becomes taxing, right? You got to kind of pace that. And maybe it's a combination of different things. Maybe it's atrophy events or like, again, I, he just said that like generally, so I don't know, I know. what he means, but he, what that means, is it just like a random, like world boss spawn? Is it monster coin events? Is it something else? Right. Um. There, there's just, there's so many variables here that we yeah. just, again, and I'm not expecting that we will event. get this until it's much further along yeah. and like nearly at release. But it feels like there's a lot of dots we're trying to connect now with not yeah. necessarily seeing the big picture of like how this is going to be like how this is going to be fully envisioned. We're seeing parts mm. of the vision. Like I feel like I'm, you know, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting flashbacks of some things, but I'm not getting the whole thing. Yeah, which is making like, it hard to kind of I, judge. I feel like these are lots of monster events are going to be like a more inconvenience to the city itself. Like maybe things like aren't going to be built as fast. The caravans will be slower. There might be a, a damaged wall. So if there's a raid coming, you might be less prepared for that. Like all these sort of certain things. I obviously have to do a monster event at the same time as a as a raid, but. If this, like, I feel like it's going to have some sort of negative inconvenience to it. Like, for example, if they're like making new battlements or something for the city, and if they get a monster coin event happens, and you might be able to slow that down or stop it entirely, so that way they're not more prepared for the upcoming event. Um, and, and I'm wondering like, in the monster coin event, can you go out and trash somebody's freehold? This oh my god, <laughs> dude! Oh my god, dude! Could you imagine that? Oh, wait, the not, just, not just the freeholds, the guild, the guild halls, because you the guild, guild hall, halls. too. Yeah, that, oh, that would be an interesting use of a monster coin. Yeah, if that's possible, see, because again, be crazy, that would be another dude. like pay to win thing. It's like, yeah, this is this, this, right? Oh, this is a little over the top, and like, it is okay. I don't really like this guy, so I'm an RMT some like oh. to get a monster coin or i'm gonna rmt <laughs> someone to go assassinate him on its freehold <laughs> jeez oh my god i bought caravan cosmetics that do have lights on them so i can go do night runs horrendous oh my gosh nice. <laughs> but you know there's like some q a stuff i feel like we could probably cover some of that next time and definitely pick up because i think there's still some other of points we haven't talked about yet and i didn't realize we're actually pushing uh pushed a bit further than planned today apologies everybody this is much longer than we usually go for the show um there's so much content though so oh, yeah there, there's sure. there's a lot there was a lot with this one to discuss and we'll we'll definitely end up picking up a little bit next time so i mean i'll be sticking around but we're gonna wind this 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 show down and and pick back up next time because we still got more to talk about there's like q a stuff from like reddit or something right yeah it's and then i think there's like something on one of the other the theory forge or whatever's podcast later yeah about a week so we'll have we'll some q a stuff Q&A. To, yeah we've got we've got enough q a stuff i think to carry us through the majority of the month um right now so and there's a lot to talk about so we'll definitely do that um but gentlemen there's a hell of a discussion chat you all have been rock stars as usual a lot of really great stuff to talk about um we'll definitely pick up next time but Gentlemen, why don't you shout out your domains and let people know where they can find you when you're not on the show? All right. You can find me on Twitter at the Ashen Herald and on YouTube, youtube.com slash the Ashen Herald. 
Marcel. And you can find me on twitch.tv forward slash Ahmed Sell. And friends, we might be at the end of today's show, but in closing, got to remind all of you, whether you catch us live, you know, you watch over on YouTube, you listen to your drive, wherever you check out the podcast. Remember, you don't have to be on the round table to be a Pathfinder. It's literally all of you that are part of this journey we're on together. So much love to all of you, to my fellow co-hosts and to Intrepid Studio. Until next week, live your best lives, walk in the light and have a great night, everybody. We'll see you again real soon. Take care, everybody. Bye.